What's good? What's good? What's good? Another week of the Sick Podcast Anvil Show. It's your boy CO. Tonight we're gonna jump into the unveiling that was the new unis. As you can kind of see my color scheme, I'm walking some black. Um, seeing how we got black helmets now, and then we're gonna talk in talk about like where do we really, really put ourselves in this division? But before all that, Sammy, go ahead and bang that, please. Turn up your buzz. Because you're about to listen to The Sick Podcast. And Bill Show. The sickest Indianapolis Colts podcast. It's going to be sick. It's going to be sick. Let's go ahead and bring the boys in. Pat and Acosta, where you at? Right What's here, going? baby. What's good? What's good, boys? Welcome back to another sick podcast. Anvil Show. How guy? How's your week going thus far? Busy, but good. Very, very hectic. Very hey. hectic. Busy, good, all those good things. Okay. You want me to send a picture to Sammy so he can put it up on the screen when we start talking about the unis? Uh, yeah, you probably should have. You know, gave him. Yeah, a- I should have thought about it, you know, two hours ago and not two seconds ago. But all right. Well, you get what you get. Don't throw a fit. Hold on. I'm getting a message. Hold on. Omaha! <laughs> Let me say, Here we go already. I was queued up in my other mic. Tell me to Omaha, the ball head one. Got it. <laughs> Too easy, Sammy. No, uh, real talk, man. Um, it's exciting, bro. Like, uh, I mean, if he can, I mean, Sammy might be busy. He is a man of million different tasks. So if you can, Sammy, I mean, you guys posted it on the page today for us. Thank you for that. But if you can go ahead and, uh, you know, potentially show the new unis at some point. I mean, unless you're living under a rock and you call yourself a Colts fan, you should have seen it already. But maybe, uh, maybe somebody's working and they can't be on their phone, sir. You know. No, no, I will not get an Omaha for sticking up for the working man. Thank you. <laughs> anyway, so going back to this uniform. No, so what's really cool about the uniform is I think forever we always thought that we would never do something out of, outside of our norm, right? Like we just are so traditional all the way back to 53, basically, right? Just the old white and blue with the white you know, helmet and the blue horseshoe on the, on the head. But for years, you know, the fans have been, you know, clamoring for a brand new something. And man, I think we were all surprised to, to actually see, you know, the black helmet that's been in play for years actually come to real life fruition for us. So I'm super amped. Like I want a helmet now. <laughs> like, I'm definitely getting a Jersey. That's the easy part. Definitely getting a Jersey, but I want a damn helmet now. Like, I mean, dude, it's going to be so sick. And we rocking these, uh, I think, against the Browns week seven. And they'll be wearing their white, their new white helmet. So it's going to be like some. And some white helmets. uniforms. Yeah, they got, they got new white uniforms with, like, brown stripes on them. Yeah, that's going to be the, some. The violence. Browns white uniforms look pretty nice. They're going to be tough. going to lie. That's going to be a nice game to be at, to just kind of see these, you know, uniform clashes, man. But I'm super stoked, man. What do y'all think about the uniform? Well, like Heather Lloyd, a local TV personality here for I, th- I think 
CBS or Fox or somebody like that. Uh, she tweeted, don't you think it's funny that they're calling the uniforms what night nighttime or something like that? Indian Indiana Nights. Yeah, mm-hmm. and we have no night games this year. Oh, I didn't even catch that. <laughs> I, I didn't either until I read her tweet, and I was like, yeah, that they might have come up with something better than that. Yeah. But my overall impression of it is they're sick as hell. I think so. Absolutely sick as hell, man. I I freaking love them. I think so. I mean, I, I I'm not against traditional, you know, because that's what you grew up with. But a change here and there, yeah, I think it's good. I think it's a good look. It was time, man. Like, I mean, f- think about it, bro. Like. Remember a couple of years ago when we changed like some very, very small things on like like this part of the jersey, they added like the C or something, and then they, they did something else very, very subtle on the back of the helmet or something. And people were like, bro, what? <laughs> like you could barely even notice that. And you damn sure can't see it like while the game is happening. Like, so what was that? So I think Jim Ursay, you know, I think Jim Ursay is very traditional. So it probably took a lot of coaxing. Right. But he got a young he got a young crew now. Right. You know, a bunch of young crew on his staff. And, you know, we're trying to change how we do things on the field. So why not change how we look in the process? Maybe it's his daughters. Who knows? Pulling the strings on those, you know, because they're younger. They got more of a a different vibe to them than just being old traditional. Dog, who knows? But whatever. Hey, hey, we can ask Ballard that next week. Good. Oh, Plug, yeah, baby. Yeah. <laughs> Plug. Yes, sir. We'll be in the house next week, y'all. As promised, each year for the last three years now, we have had Chris Ballard uh, in studio, but we actually be get to be on the set next week doing this on the field, the practice field, doing training camp. With our passes, as you see, I kept mine back up there um, for a little trophy piece. So, uh, yeah, the Anvil doing big things, as we promised, bringing the No Kidding organization to you guys. Fans for the fans. That's what we are. So, yeah, super excited about that. But, Country, what's your position on the unis? Uh, dude, they're slick as hell. I, they're, they are clean, boy. I love them. I feel like I, I love – Look at yeah. that. Oh, look at that. Look at that. Yeah, it is. Thank you, that, Shane that, and Sammy. You guys, you guys the, are freaking awesome. Absolutely. I mean, just that that heathered material there, the C with the state of Indiana in the middle of it, actually Nasty. showing instead of being like a little patch there, that black helmet. Woo! Nasty. And you know, yeah, they really when the when the guys accessorize themselves, it's really gonna be dope. Like to see how they come out with their little spats or whatever they decide to, to wear, just to kind of like give it a little bit more flair. And here's what I have to say, right? <laughs> Before we go forward, before we go forward, Bruh. listen, oh shit, there's so many fans <laughs> that you can never please. So I've been like looking at pages all day to include ours from the posts that were made. And then I've just been looking at other Facebook pages, you know, that are football, you know, related. And everybody's like either cracking jokes, both against our organization, meaning like they're not a fan they're not part of the fan base and within the organization meaning they are part of the fan base and they're saying oh these look high school they look cheesy what is this heathered material it's a reason why people don't use that i'm like you can't please people to save your life like we've completely done something like way out of our norm and they still have reason to complain i'm getting tired of this shit. that 95 to 98 percent of the fan base was asking for 
Exactly. You, fi- you finally get it, and now you're pitching. Oh, my goodness, bro. So for, for all of them that don't like it. Omaha! <laughs> shit. Like, we just got to learn to just be a little bit more graceful and have a little bit more, like, I guess, humbleness. Because, damn, man, you ask for something, and then you get it, and you find a way to make it, like, a bad thing. Like, we haven't even seen these things truly, truly on the field and in person. And I'm telling you right now, there's been some people that came out with some ugly combos, and this mm-hmm. ain't one, right? Like, no, this is not no, one. Oh hell no! This is this is clean as hell. This I mean, we have a we have a saying down here where I'm from called "suck it up, Buttercup." <laughs> I tell you what, I am extremely excited to play Madden this season because it's the only uniform I'm playing. <laughs> <laughs> And with that, let's bang this into the next topic. All right, man. So let's just get straight to it. A lot, a lot, a lot of chatter here week, last week, basically, with the signing of D-Hop to a rival and one of his own ex-rivals, D-Hop. You will, if you don't know, right, he spent his first seven years, I believe, in uh, Houston. Then spent a couple out in the desert uh, with the Cardinals, and now he is a Tennessee Titan following the line of several other, at one point in their career, top-notch receiver, top receivers, Randy Moss, uh, who else we got, uh, Julio Jones. Andre Johnson. Um, and so they've called Tennessee the graveyard for receivers. And then <laughs> so there's a lot of hate. A lot of how they like they call Indianapolis graveyard for the quarterback. This is facts. So it's a lot of hate, a lot of slander toward, you know, not necessarily D Hop, but just the organization that is Tennessee and you know how he won't be what he once was, and they don't have good quarterback play at the moment, and yada yada yada. What got me to thinking? Like, let's just break down the division without getting too in the weeds. Let's kind of just talk about the hype train, right? And I think we have to start with the division winners, okay? So I'll kick this off. (laughs) I'll kick this off. Never in my life, right, like ever, have I seen a team that finished one game above 500 have so much hype as if, oh, my God, the Super Bowl is already already theirs to lose. Now, I'm not hating, right? But sort of, kind of, I am. <laughs> the Jags were 9-8 and eight last year. Sure, they finished strong. They won five straight. They had the ugliest game ever, talking about the competition level between the, the broke-down-ass Titans and them for the division title on the line. Because at that point, the Titans had dropped six in a row. It would end up eventually being seven in a row. But that was what won the title for them and of course now with you know i guess the the little bit of hype that you know uh it's trevor lawrence i say a little bit because it's not like he had a season that was mvp caliber i mean he played decent but now that's that little hype train from last year got them like one of the strong favorites and i have no idea how this is even possible and to then compare that to the year before where we were nine and eight and were laughed at. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Like, so I'm like, so you go from one year where nine and eight doesn't get you into the playoffs. And then the following year in the same division, nine and eight gets you the freaking division title. 
And it's just like, yeah, I guess you're only as good as your last outing. So for that, clap them up, I guess. But at the same token, it's like, let's be realistic. The Jaguars were not like 14 and three last year. They were not 15 and two. I mean, come on, bro. Like, so let's start with them, man. Like, is the hype real? Patrick? I'm going to say no for a couple of reasons. Because what I've seen out of the Jaguars last couple of years is their offensive line has been their Achilles heel. Okay. During the draft, I went back, looked everything up. Uh, yeah, they spent their their first pick on an offensive tackle. Okay. But the rest of the draft, they only drafted one other lineman, one other tackle. And then in free agency, they only picked up one right tackle, Josh Wells. Okay. So the NFL, you know, spits out grades for everybody during the draft. They gave the Jags a C minus. And I could absolutely agree to that. Because they got a running back, they got a, a, a couple wide receivers, they got a tight end, they got a safety. But where you're hurting at, you only drafted two people out of nine. To me, that just don't make sense. And I'm sorry, but yes, I'm old school. Everything starts and finishes in the trenches. You will, they- ne- you will never be able to change my mind on that. But they paid some people last year. I think they even paid some people this year. It, they retained some of their players. But yes. As far as but like those are those are the same players that I'm seeing as the Achilles heel to the team. I see. Now, if they could secure that offensive lineup and give Trevor time, maybe the hype would be real because he's not going to be on his back. He's not going to be scrambling. He's not going to be running. Okay. But I mean, that's that's my take on the Jags. I mean, there's a lot of hype and I get it. The trenches, right? Like that's where the big boys play. But they, I mean, their hype is, you know, Calvin Ridley coming off of the suspension. Like that was the hype hype. OK, of course, they bring him back, you know, um, the kid, Christian Kirk, that they paid a lot of money. And surprisingly, he had a hell of a year. They just yeah. resigned their tight end. You know, Evan Ingram, who Ingram. was kind of like, yeah, he had a couple seasons in New York and then. No kidding, he had a decent year last year. Yeah, Ingram did real well last year. Solid I had him on my fantasy team. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I got a solid running back. Yeah, shit, he can, but he's super explosive. He can take any any freaking you know run or screen pass to the house. Um, and then of course Trevor Lawrence. And so it's like, is that enough? You know, I mean, they've lost some pieces on defense, right? You know, they traded you know some people years ago, and they're still trying to like you know, bring that back, but they have some strong people on the defense too. Josh Allen, you know, a couple other guys. So, I mean, ultimately just talking about our division, we're not going to, you know, this is not a Jags podcast, so we're not about to predict them in the league, but you know, on paper, (laughs) they are the, they, they, well, in real life, they are the division champs, but on paper, are they the best team in a division? Acosta, what'd you think? I'm also going to say no just due to the fact that I think what they're seeing, the hype that they're hyping up is actually the potential that this team actually can have. They're, like Pat said, there's holes that need to be filled and there's uh, you know, positions that are lacking uh, either talent-wise, injuries, well, just whatever. I mean, they have a good coach in Doug Peterson. 
I mean, he's done more with this team than, than the past five or six coaches that the Jags have had probably. So we can't – so his play calling is really adjusting or really taking a hold of this offense, and we've seen that this year with some explosive plays that they had, right? So I think the hype is actually more potential to what they can be if they make the right moves and get them a stronger defense, better offensive line, um, you know, just get Trevor Warrens to that MVP level, give him a chance to play. Um, but, yeah, the hype's just, I think, just potential that people are seeing. It's not necessarily they're a threat. I mean, <laughs> not a threat. <laughs> I mean, for, I mean, just for lack of a better word, you know, they're not. I mean, the Houston, you know, the Texans are struggling right now. We struggled last year. And, I mean, the Titans were eh. So, facts. I but mean, our division, our division is getting very, very competitive this year, though. And I get it. And I think I have to be. I think I have to be humbly honest there. I don't even like me for saying this. <laughs> but I think because they have a nucleus with some experience now and they actually improved their wide receiving core by adding another stud in Ridley, I got to give them the edge. I don't even like saying it. I got to give them the edge, but I don't think the margin is so far like it's insurmountable. And, oh, by the way, they opened their season in Indy, so we get the first crack at them. So there's no time like the present. Once that happens, we'll see, you know, just how good they are or, you know, shit, how bad we are. <laughs> Depends on how that game goes. But, I mean, again, with a team that was mediocre last year, we split with them. Went to freaking Jack, went down to Jacksonville in week two and got smacked. I was at that game. Terrible. But then a few weeks later, you know, we would have an opportunity to redeem ourselves and, and win. So I don't know. We'll see how that goes. And that was a big play made by Alec Pierce, who I think is going to have a big year. So, I think so. let's move on to the bottom of the basement. <laughs> <laughs> the bottom of the basement was the Houston Texans, um, who finished – what did they finish? Oh, shit. Two and 15? We we finished three through – what, three, 13, and one? No, they were three and 14. Yeah. No. All right. All right. Yeah. That's a, that's a, that sounds right. I can't remember. What the fuck was their record last year, Pat? Um, well, when they beat us, it was – it made the third win, I believe. Okay, so they were three. For Houston, yeah. All right, cool. Anywho, or some shit like that. They were, they were fucking terrible. No, because they split with us. They We tied with them. Their record. You asked what their record was. Yeah. Okay, but they had so- a- so when they beat us, it took them to a, a, a what three and fourteen season, because they had the number one pick until yeah. that game. They the beat us, and then um, True that. Chicago was three and fourteen as well. But they yeah. had the tiebreaker with us. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you're right. I'm looking right now, you're right. Uh, Chicago got the number one pick. They got number two. Okay. So anywho. Moral of the story is bottom of the basement. And the irony behind all this shit, right, is like there was four quarterbacks hyped <laughs> coming into this draft. All right. So you had Will Levis. You had Anthony Richardson. You had Bryce Young. And you had, of course, C.J. Stroud. And there's no secret that the majority of our panel wanted C.J. Stroud to be our quarterback. And – Lo and behold, <laughs> he's the Houston Texans quarterback. And on top of that, 
three of the four hype train quarterbacks from this draft are all in our division. Holy shit, that was loud. Who was that? Mm-hmm. That was me. Sorry. Yeah, exactly. See? Actually, it was Sammy. He texted and it came through my computer. Oh, you're not going to blame Sammy. We're going to Oh, I'm bla- I'm definitely blaming Sammy. There it is. Thanks a lot for Sammy. Nope. So anyway, you always put the blame on other people. I know, bro. Jeez. Cuz I never do anything wrong. <laughs> uh, is that true? What? <laughs> bro. <Bruh. I'm> <laughs> <laughs> Was that not the perfect? I, 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 I bullshit. <laughs> I, I love that little kid. Oh my god, his facial expressions are funny too. I, 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 I bullshit. <laughs> so no, uh, so the Texans getting C.J. Stroud, come and pairing him with the guy that they had last year in their running back room, um, Pierce. Then they also have a pretty young. Re- receiving core, but they didn't get to see much out of him. Talking last year with um what's his name out at Bama. He had the he had the health condition. Oh, you know the kid. Come on. The Texas oh, uh, Will Anderson Jr. Is it- oh my no. is that who you're talking about? That's a defensive end. <laughs> you the said the kid out they of drafted last year. Oh Jesus. Stingley Jr. Omaha again. Omaha! That's a cornerback. The receiver, Patrick. The receiver. I didn't um, hear you say he had, he had a Yeah, because he had a... Um, he, he had, had cancer or something, didn't he? he? Had cancer. Yeah, starts he had with cancer. His last name starts. Michi. John Michi. John, John yep. Michi. Jesus, this man is named everybody but the, uh, the coach. <laughs> no, anyway, so they get to see him on the field this year. So they, I mean, they got a little something to talk about. I mean, the Pierce is a hell of a running back. Um, he surprised everybody. Um, I think Mechie's going to be pretty great. Um, I think CJ Stroud is going to be solid. You know, I don't know how all that comes together in year one. I don't have huge aspirations for them, but I think especially that- with a new coach too. New coach, mm-hmm. new everything, new offensive coordinator, yeah. new everything. I mean, it's brand new. It's brand new, and I'm, I mean, I get it. It's a lot of hype down there because they feel like they are preparing for the future. And I think that you have to. I mean, damn, I was at the draft, and they, like you already said his name, but they pulled the back-to-back combo out of that was nuts. C.J. Stroud yeah, and Will Anderson. Yeah, and most people had Will Anderson hands down as the best overall player in this draft. So who knows? I mean, they might end up having the best two players in this draft in the next three to five years, depending on how these guys, you know, progress and develop. And I really like C.J. Stroud. So just because now he's not a code, I'm not about to pretend like, oh, he's about to stink. <laughs> like, I think he's going to be pretty damn good. You know what I'm saying? And the verdict is still out, you know, like on if my complete opinion switches. Now, I'm super excited that we got who we got based on where we drafted and what happened in those first couple picks. Cause that was scary, you know, sitting there, like I, I was telling everybody, like, and we talked about this a million times, number four, never felt like it was so far away. Like number four felt like draft day two, pick 30. <laughs> it, really, like, it really did though. With all the moves happening in the, you know, the first few spots, it's like, oh, what is going on right now? Everybody was taking every minute. And that's all. And that always happens. Everybody always takes all the time in the first couple picks. But ultimately what I'm getting at is it's just like, Damn, like four has never felt so far away. Like I was like, man, three is real nice right now. It would have been real nice. Two would have been even better. You know what I mean? But maybe because the way the chips fell, 
And I honestly think sometimes it can go that way. Like you, you lose having to make a choice and that makes you feel better. It's kind of my philosophy on that. But anyway, Texas. Well, I, I want to add a couple other names they picked up in free agency that uh, kind of feeds into their hype. Uh, Dalton okay. Schultz, tight end. Yeah, it's a good pick. Yeah. Um, Shaquille Griffin, cornerback, solid. solid. Mm-hmm. Uh, Devil at uh, Devin Singletary. All right. Help out in that, that backfield. Another good pick. Yeah, they to me they've done what they need to do to to continue that hype. Uh NFL gave them an A minus on their draft picks. Mm-hmm. And don't forget, I mean, they they have a defensive minded coach, D'Amico Ryans, who is also I don't call him a Texans native, but he is a Texans, you know ring of whatever they call it. Let's call it ring of honor. I don't know what they call it, but I mean, he played for the Texans. <laughs> like they loved D'Amico when he was down there and to see that come full circle. Cause he went out to San Francisco and turned that defense into an absolute monster. Who knows what he'll do when he has these young players and he can kind of build his own philosophy on how he wants to play defense. Could be a nightmare for us. <laughs> and all fucking, you know, and all honestly, yeah, it could, it very well could. Could be. A if, this, if this coach can, Get everybody together, yeah. Playing on the same page, yeah. They're gonna be tough. Yeah, there was days when Houston's defense was not to be messed with. They had some really good pieces. I mean, remember the JJ Watt, Brian Cushing days, D'Amico Ryan, mm-hmm. shit, bro. Yep. They were tough. They, they were, were. Tough. and then they got Clowney to join that. Yeah, he was on there for a minute too. Jesus yeah. Christ, I forgot about that. Damn, mm-hmm. <laughs> I probably paid played a lot into Andrew Luck's like fucking decision. Jesus. Okay, so Acosta, I mean, so Jags, I had him at the top. Y'all didn't have him at the top, but where do you have the Texans? I think right now, I think the Texans are going to be a solid, uh, probably solid three spot. Uh, really? I, I think so. Um, I think this team's really going to mold together and mesh well good. Maybe not so, I mean, okay, realistically this year, I got ahead of myself. This year they still might be at the bottom of the barrel, but they okay. they're getting they're getting more to the top of the barrel though. You know what I mean? They're going to move up a few notches in the barrel. Um, but we're going to see this team blossom into something that's going to become a powerhouse in our division. I mean, I think overall over time, two or three years, I think they're going to outshine the hype of the Jaguars. Mm. I really I really think so. If the Jaguars don't make good moves in offseason and drafting good players in the next two or three years, the Houston Texans are definitely going to be the biggest threat with, you know, in Tennessee, I know we're going to touch on them here in a second, but in Tennessee, you know, you had probably Derrick Henry not lasting much longer. Tan, You know, the whole Tannehill situation there. Will Levis being third string right now. Um, but, I mean, you know, I think they're going to be in a rebuild year here in, you know, the next couple of years, so. Houston's definitely going to be coming up strong. We can't underestimate them and the talent that they have and that they've built. Wow. Okay. Uh, Pat, where you got them at? Two. They're better than us? Oh, yeah. Um, I got us number one in the division. (laughs) My bad, my bad, my bad, my bad, my bad. What the hell is wrong with you? Omaha. Thank you. I got ahead of myself. But, yeah. uh, You got the Texas, too? Yeah. Wow. Just, man, looking at this sheet of paper in front of me. That's wild. 
they've gotten they've gotten tough. You know, it's it, to me, it's really going to come down to how that coach can put everybody together. In year one, though, in, in year one, if if he can put everybody together, they are going to be tough. But I don't think they'll be tough enough to take us out. Yikes! Them motherfuckers is four for sure over here. But damn, Pat, well, that's that's you. <laughs> they they four. Okay, that's your, that's your opinion, sir. All right, well, um, shit. <laughs> we'll remember this at the end of the year. Okay. We'll go back I'll to this show. I know, because I'm going to be contradictive, man. Between what we chose as far as our records go a couple shows back, and then now I don't even have us – I don't know if I have us winning the division, like I said, but we'll get to us. I, so let's, I let's think – I mean, I think Houston's three in my book because – I think we're going to – I think something – just something in my gut tells me that something with Tennessee is going to happen this year. Like, they're just going to fall apart or something. I don't know. I think somehow they're going to have the worst record in the division this year. I don't know why. Something tells me that. That's just – we hate them, maybe. <laughs> no, it has, it has something to do with hating them. <laughs> that's, that's for me. Okay, okay, I'm sorry. I had to clap up our hate. It's unacceptable. Okay, and we're, like, kind of working with – you know, Titans guys, and we work for Titans loved organization and all kind of shit. Like, you should probably watch how we step. It's gonna be a landmine. <laughs> Just kidding, Sammy. Just kidding, buddy. <laughs> Just playing. No, okay. Let's talk about the Titans, man. All right. So they had won back to back titles. They were off to a great start last year, seven and three. And then the absolute wheels came undone. The axle, the transmission, everything. <laughs> <laughs> like, much went control out. Arms. The control arms gave out. I mean, Jesus Christ, it's injury after injury. Like, just Tannehill just went downhill, and then they started picking up quarterbacks from the flea market. Like, I, I don't know what was going on. And so, in doing that, they fired their GM. They bring in Ron Carthon out of San Francisco. He immediately says, you know, hey, we're going to make some improvements. But right now, Ryan Tannehill is our guy. Uh, and they end up taking Will Levis in the second round. So then there's that. <laughs> um, Derrick Henry is older when you're older. <clears throat> is he, has he lost a step? Who knows? Is he still a top back? I don't know. Um we already talked about they picked up D Hop. They have a lot of hype in uh Trayvon Burks. But overall, this ain't the team, in my opinion, that stepped on the field the previous two years when it was like almost hands down, they're the best team. Like, mm-hmm. despite the things that they might not have done well, they were like a dink and duck team, super West Coast, play action, throw the ball. They were still on paper the best team in the division. And their defense was strong. And that's not, they still got pieces, you know, Kevin Byer. Uh, they got uh, their big guy in the middle. What's their big guy name? Uh, uh, Jeffrey Simmons. Um, I don't know what's yeah. going on with the linebacker. They court. signed him to a huge <laughs> contract this year. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah, yeah they did. <clears throat> Absolutely. So, you know, like they, they have pieces. But, you know, I guess the consensus not even not. I mean, the consensus consensus everywhere within a division and out is just they're not that team anymore. Um, and they had made the playoffs like three or four consecutive years until last year. And so I think that on paper, as we sit, 
we're in a better position than them. And so to me, they're third in the division. And I mean, that, and that could, the pendulum could swing, right? Because for whatever reason, Vrabel has a lot of that Bill Belichick energy, and you never really count him out of games. I mean, they could be getting smacked, and they rarely end up losing that bad. I've seen them like make some comebacks, still lose last season, but it's like, damn, like I feel like the other team should be beating them by 50, <laughs> and they still can kind of be in the game. So, I mean, they do have that. You know, and then right now, I think Vrabel's the best coach in our division. I mean, even with Doug Peterson, who was a Super Bowl winner, I mean, coming off a nine and eight season, they won the division in his first year. I get it. But I mean, Vrabel has done it longer in our division. So I still think Vrabel's the best coach in the division. But they're still third. Pat? Well, that's part of the problem is Vrabel is a good coach. He'll find he'll find ways to win which means they're never going to be high up in that draft. But you know, so, and what I think is going to be the, the, the demise of the Titans this year is they've got three quarterbacks fighting for that job. When one of them gets out there, they're going to be so damn nervous not to make a mistake. They're going to make a bunch of mistakes. And every, I think all three of them are going to do that. And ultimately that's, what's going to hurt them. Tannehill been starting for three and a half, four years. Yeah, he ain't he ain't starting this year. Yeah, they already Who's said he was. Who's gonna start? Malik Willis. Man, go to sleep, Pat. <laughs> what? They've already, they've already named no him way. the starter. Yeah, what are you talking about? Malik Willis is not starting, bro. Stop. Uh, Malik Willis might not make the team. B. <laughs> he might not. None of them might. I don't know. I just that's the way I see it. I I could be wrong, but most of the time I'm not. Like we talked about earlier. No, no. What are you? What are you you on tonight? Uh, Carson Wentz is still available, and Matt Ryan. (laughs) What did you ask me, Country? She said, "What are you on tonight?" He said, "None of them might make it." (laughs) My lord! Can you let me tell you right? Say your mom. What'd you say? You're you're always right. Is that what you said? Usually, right. What? I mean, I mean. <laughs> all, be- all because you have a head that looks like a crystal ball. You don't know. <laughs> Pat usually right. What world are we in, man? Is this like? Are we on yeah. one of them planets in Star Wars? Was you picking? No. You guys, you guys know you just don't want to know. Now one of them's making the team or two of them, sure. But I just I don't know. That's just that's the feelings I'm getting from the quarterback room. They're just they're they're going to be tryhards and they're going to screw up. They're, they're going to rotate them around. All right, Levis messed up this week, so Tannehill, you're up. Tannehill's going to mess up. Well, Tannehill messed up. Willis, you're up. <laughs> and it's just going to be a, a giant freaking s- circle like Which that. That's what I see. Like that. Okay, so if, if Pat's theory is right, if Pat, I didn't say you if, were, if, if that's, why I, that, that's another reason why I have him at four in the division. I mean, that would play right into what you're saying. I can't wait exactly. to have 
one of the one of the Titans crew on here on our show at some point, so we oh, can yeah. just hear their I'm perspective. Sur- I'm surprised Sammy ain't jumping on here and cussing us <laughs> all out. I'm, su- I'm sure he's ready to lynch you, boy. Omaha. <laughs> How many Omaha's is that for you tonight? Good lord! I don't know. I'm the Omaha right. King tonight, I guess. Let me get my life together because it's out of control. Okay, so I think the Titans are third. Country has them at three slash four. You have them where, Pat? I got them at four. Even with D Hop. Yep. Hurts. I mean, D Hop is a is a game changer, but if yes, if your line ain't blocking for you and your quarterback's throwing it at your feet, I don't care how talented of a receiver you got on your team, he's worthless. And he's and worked, I, he's worked with a lot of QBs. Yes, of them that have but not top tier. He, he's he's worked with several good ones to Sean Watson and him was a damn good combination that first year in Arizona, him and Kyler was a damn good combination, but those are two quarterbacks that could escape, extend the plays and give them time to get open. He's just fast. Is Tannehill that guy? Not is Tannehill a Deshaun? Is, no. is Tannehill a Kyler? No. no. It, what about uh, Levis? He's more of, what about Malik? More of, but they're not. Mm. So, I mean, facts are facts. You can, I mean, you can they laugh definitely, at it all you want, but, you know, I, I, I mean, gave some serious thought into this and, and really tried to break it down, and that's what I came up with. I mean, he I could be, has a point. I could be completely wrong, absolutely. But, I, don't see, I don't see a monster year from D-Hop, but I think he gives them – element of consistency that they wasn't able to get from uh Robert what was it Robert who was they get Robert Woods they had Woods. last year because he got injured um Julio just never came into any kind of space that was old Julio um and I don't, and I don't think D Hop is that far in his career yeah. where he's like completely out of it like those guys look completely no, out absolutely of it. not and I would take D Hop I was any, not happy any day any day I'm telling you I was pissed I was pissed to see this. I was like, man, what the like how they always do shit like this? I'm like, Chris, Chris, Tennessee's, Chris. Tennessee's only Call weapon him. is Henry. Okay, fine. Uh, so they're they're gonna disguise uh pass calls just to draw you off of Henry, and then they're gonna drop it to Henry. I mean, so maybe, D- I mean I, I just think- don't see D Hop being that effective this year. Not until I'm they thinking- Go ahead. I was just going to say, I think within his caliber of what Diop is and what we've seen him, that he's seen him as the player he can be, he's going to be mediocre at best for himself. He's not going to have a breakout year. He's not going to have – av- I mean, he he might – average numbers for Hop is mediocre to him because he's always had extraordinary numbers here lately and in the past. Oh, but that's the block. He missed all those games because of PD expansion. Well, that, that, that ain't his fault. But anyway, because. but like Patrick said, it's all about these quarterbacks. I mean, he's not going me- to he's, he's mess with these quarterbacks. I don't think he will. I did not like this pickup, though. I was like, what the fuck? We can do that. Uh, I wasn't either. I wouldn't either. I was like, did that really just fucking happen? I, mean, I, don't, even, like- I don't even know what his contract numbers were. It's too. Two for 26 yeah. with 31, 31 potential. 
I forget the yeah. guarantee number, but shit, man. 13. The guarantee number was in the teens, I think. We could do that. We could definitely and then and thirty one million <clears throat> with incentives. Yeah. Damn, we could have did that. Yeah, yeah, I mean that was receiver wise, that's that was almost like a good I don't know, same level as like a Stephon Gilmore deal. But that that receiver goes, caliber. That really goes back to what Chris said on this show. Uh was it last year or the year before? Maybe it was last year. Either way. Uh, where Carve asked him the question about bringing in a veteran receiver. Oh, yeah, Odell. Odell, that's right. And and he flat out said, yeah, but I do that. I can't see what these young guys can do. And we really need to evaluate these guys so we can move forward. Yeah, I know. So maybe that's part of it. I don't know. That's another good question. We can ask Chris next Friday. So if you guys are listening to this and you're going to camp, Look for all of us out there because we will be interviewing Chris. Um, and we'll interview on, you on field. <laughs> and you know, we want everybody around screaming and Bill and Bill. I want the Anvil chant started while we do the interview. Bang that bitch. And that too. I yeah, want it all, baby. It's fuck. What's wrong with y'all? Anvil and what the fuck is going on right now? I said bang that. But still, y'all are narcissists. I mean, we are Colts fans. Jesus yeah. Christ, we're going to take over the Colts chant? Yeah. yeah that, no. That's our mission, right? Both of y'all motherfuckers. <laughs> I, was just, I was just saying in general, I was just going along with it. I didn't say I wanted to take over. Oh, no. Oh, no. You're coming down with me, buddy. I will say this, though. If you're on my boat and it's sinking, you better keep your ass right there. Your well, ass if he's on your anymore. boat and it's sinking, that bitch sunk because y'all too big. <laughs> <laughs> We're not in a canoe, motherfucker. We're in a, on an ocean line. Yeah, that's the only thing that's going to carry around your big ass. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. Okay. All right. Okay. So look. This is, this is Wait a minute. A guy that's sitting there looking like Winnie the Pooh. Wait a minute. <laughs> when, when did the turn the Maury? I want some honey. Bruh. <laughs> I'll give you right. money, motherfucker. Okay, listen. you will. <laughs> listen. If you are out there, look for... You won't miss us. I'll say that. I'll say that. No. You won't miss us. Trust me when I tell you, you won't miss us. <laughs> we'll be you the only media people us. out there to pick. Hey, and I'm telling you right now. On each other. It's going to be great. Like, people are going to be like, what? <laughs> I cannot wait. It's going to be a great day next I Friday. I mean, if. If I can make it any easier for y'all, just look for the six foot one, two hundred eighty pound guy with a mohawk. It's gonna be that awesome. That looks like he's a poo. It's gonna be awesome. Uh, okay, now we're not even done yet. Damn, we gotta talk about us. <laughs> All right. So the hype train is real. Anthony Richardson has been brought in to be our savior at the quarterback spot, which is why most experts say. This is not the year for Indianapolis. Nobody's given us any type of love for doing anything out of the abnormal this year. We are expected to have a very, very mediocre season, below 500 type. <clears throat> Even though we have <clears throat> great pieces, we're two years removed from having nine pro bowlers and, or whatever it was. And, uh, yeah, nobody thinks we're going to do anything. And it's not – to question pieces such as Jonathan Taylor, some question towards Michael Pittman Jr., some questions on the health of Shaquille. Uh, so 
And of course, the defense, you know, we don't really have a strong cornerback room, a lot of potential there with the rooks and stuff like that. So there are holes on our team, too, you know, which is why after really like sitting back and thinking, and though I don't like to admit it, I don't see us as the overall number one in the division, even though I picked us to be I think I picked us to be 10 and seven, maybe mm-hmm. um, that could still end up being number two. Right, because maybe the Jags end up winning eleven games or something, and I and I don't even like to say that. But if our division is still this weak and they sweep our division, shit, that's six wins right there, right? Like, uh, so I say this to say, <laughs> all right, we want to talk about it. I have us at two, but you guys feel like we're one with all the questions. Not me. You don't have us at one. Who's your one then? Jacksonville. You didn't say that. Did you say that? You didn't not say not that shit. Yeah, I know. You get a fucking... <laughs> a bullshit? <laughs> <laughs> you, you just want to hit that button again. I know, but you didn't say that to start the show. You was like, oh, wait a minute. Now I he got next one. Yeah, I'm, I I'm tired. I may have. I don't know. I may have. <laughs> I'm tired as hell, dude. Oh, country's out of it. I'm okay, you know what Sammy, take country the hell off. I'm just <laughs> like, all right. So he, so we'll start with you, country, so we can wrap you yeah, up. One, put you to bed. Yeah. We're one. Yes. Or we are. Yeah, we're one. Four. We're one. <laughs> we're one by the skin of our teeth. <laughs> we're one by the skin of our teeth. <laughs> oh my I, god! I, I'm so I, done I, with y'all. I, I think we edge it out in the division wins, overall wins, and eh, I think. It's gonna be close with that, but division wins here in the south. <laughs> but yeah, right. we'll be we'll be king we'll be kings of the south either next year or the year after. Okay, Pat, where are you at? One, I, I I honestly think the combination of the new coach, the new quarterback, is going to surprise the shit out of it, the entire league. I've, man, I, I, I truly I, truly man. believe that. I want so bad to be the Mahomes second coming. So bad, bro. Like I just want everybody mm-hmm. like be messed up. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Run shit. But I don't know if that's this year, man. Damn it. I hate sitting through seasons that are just I mean we didn't have a podcast. But can you imagine having a podcast in like 2004? He's like, yeah, the coach's about to just rip shit up. <laughs> like it would have been so great just to be like yeah, this is easy. Like we win 13 games every year, 12 or more. Like we had like I don't know, six years of 12 straight wins or something. It was insane. We were winning this team of the decade in the 2000s, like even though we only won one. Upper quartile. It's crazy, man. I don't know. Anyway, but we are where we are, and we podcast mm-hmm. through the poor years, as I call it. We are poor right now. <laughs> so talk, that's uh, talk, say the humble years. Don't, don't get it too degrading. Okay, the humble years. I won't degrade us too much. But, uh, yeah, I mean – we could sit here and beat our chest and feel like we had the best draft picks. I mean, year after year after year, we kill it in the RAS department when it comes to the draft. Our team does an amazing job, but that has not panned out. <laughs> wins, division titles, playoff wins, you name it. So at some point, it's going to be time to put up or shut up. And it's got to start happening much sooner than later because of all the positions that have been drafted for need, and we know this player is going to make a difference. This is the first time we've drafted that quarterback since Andrew Luck. They're like, okay, this ain't one of them dudes we're stashing. 
Like this dude's got to be out in front, and I think he's ready to do that. I think mm-hmm. so too. Always I, I honestly, I, I, man, I'm not kidding you guys. I really think we shocked the world this year. Okay, well, I we really do for uh, win. So we'll see if we shock the world. So hopefully, we're able to get you know a good whole panel here um, with a representative of every team. That'd be the goal for hopefully our next show but a show at some point we're gonna work with sammy and the crew to try to make that happen but i would love to hear everybody's you know pitch and i hope that they would want us to come on their show as well and and kind of give our our thoughts when they're talking to their fan base you know what i mean so that's what we do this for uh we're sure we're gonna you know shoot some hate and learn to get some new friends and stuff like that but uh yeah this is gonna be interesting because really this is a division that is wide open and it's wide open not necessarily in like all the teams are good. Remember the hype that was, what was it? The uh, the AFC West last year, and that shit was a snooze. They're <laughs> mm-hmm. all oh, Russell yeah. Wilson. Oh, the Raiders. Oh, the Chiefs. You know what's the other team out there? Uh, the Chargers and all that shit outside of the Chargers was kind of blah. Russell Wilson shit the damn bed. Boy, what? And we beat them. That was the ugliest, nastiest game ever, and we won that thing. All we beat them. 14 to 13 and a half or something oh, like that. It was 13 and 9. <laughs> it was like 12 to 9 or something. It was disgusting. It was it was low it, scoring. It was absolutely disgusting. It was. Yeah. About like Pat's face. <sighs> okay, you know what? <laughs> and on that note. <laughs> we Take us out of here. <laughs> <laughs> And that's a wrap. Hope you don't miss us too much until next time. Follow the Sick Podcast and Bill Show on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, Google Play, and Apple Podcasts.